Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Brand new edition of Zone Time for your ear holes, your head tops, or however you choose to watch or listen to uh, our glorious podcast. Uh, I'm Julian. Omar from In the Mentions is here. Justin Cuthbert is in the house as well. Navy Lewis McDougal with a literal feather in his cap. See how he just like tapped his head and just introduced himself? <laughs> That's what we expect from Avery. The only man who can get away uh, with appearing on a Yahoo Sports hockey platform wearing a suit when the slogan i believe is still sports without the suit do you guys still use that justin uh i believe it's still in the twitter bio i, I don't think it's said as much but uh i guess maybe that coincided with avery's suit wearing presence thousand percent clean yeah. absolutely clean. I, I think like like how many days I mean, can't, a be year... hip, can't be hypocritical no. right no <laughs> how many days a year avery do you mm. find yourself not wearing a suit not wearing a suit Zero. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. The days of not wearing a suit. It honestly Zero. is honestly it, it's less than twenty. Less than twenty days out of the year. I'm not in a suit. Less than twenty days out. Not, of the not year. surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> that's I mean, considering I mean, our summers in Edmonton not that popping. Like I figured, well, like, that's what, warm. You'd well, like, you, wear t-shirts. Well, yeah, you have to go with t-shirt under the blazer. You know, I you mix it up. Okay. All right. Well, clearly Avery uh, has style opinions and uh, we'll get to those maybe on another episode. But in the meantime, uh, we have to talk about some NHL stuff. Uh, One thing that we're keeping an eye out here on Zone Time is the future of the World Cup of Hockey. We are currently in the midst of the Olympics in Beijing. No NHL players are playing, or at least no current NHLers are playing at the Beijing Olympics. And some people are, you know, thinking, oh, I'd love to see the the men NHLers, you know, playing at the Olympics. What about the World Cup of Hockey? We know we last had in the 2016 year. Uh, I believe the NHL and the NHLPA are meeting on Thursday to talk about whether or not it should come back. How do we feel about the World Cup of Hockey? It's not the Olympics, but it's still some sort of international tournament that pits the world's best in the NHL against each other. Uh, Do we like it? Do we not like it? Do we would we rather see players at the Olympics? How do we all feel? Omar, I'd like to start with you. How do we feel about the World Cup of Hockey potentially coming back in our lives? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the last World Cup of Hockey that they did back in 2016, I mean, like, as a Leafs fan, like, it was sick just because, you know, Austin Matthews, like, making the team without even playing an NHL game. I think I, I want to say Patrick Laine made, um, made Team Finland as well. Um, and to be honest, like, I think any, any sense or any sort of like best on best hockey tournament would be cool, whether it is the world cup of hockey or the Olympics. 
Um, I, I just think you just need to do it legitimately. Um, Team Europe? No. Let's like legitimately like get actual like countries and actual teams together. However, like that Team North America, Ooh. oh, that was so fun. Like I thought Team North America was gonna be so stupid, but that but that team was so fun, was so fun to um to do. And I don't know, like I could I think that's one like quote unquote gimmicky team that I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they try to bring back, but like if they can, you know, bring back a World Cup of hockey such that we can have like best on best and make it so you know in some way legitimate. I mean, just so we can get back to what we were robbed of, and that is seeing, you know, Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon playing on the same line. Like, I still, I need to see that. Like, I, I can imagine it. I need to see it. So, honestly, whether, whether it's, if it ends up being the World Cup of Hockey, whether it's the beginning of, during the season, right, or, or at the beginning of the season, I'm cool with it. Uh, Justin, you go ahead. Uh yeah, I mean, my my opinion on it is dependent on the Olympics, right? Like, it, it skews everything for me. Is it going to be complimentary, the World Cup of Hockey? Then I'm all for it. More hockey, more competitive hockey, more of the best players in one area. Sign me up. That's fun. You could even do hokey stuff if it's every four years and working in tandem with the Olympics because it's not going to be the main event. So why not just make the best of it as as you can, which is to include a lot of young players and a lot of players from different European countries. So I'm all for it if it's complimentary. If it's the it's a middle ground between one Olympic to the next, it'd be cool to have like a little international update every four years. But again, it all hinges on the Olympics. If we're going there, more hockey, it'll be great. But if it's replacing the Olympics, then I think you gotta try to take it seriously, i.e. no Team North America, no Team Europe. And yet still, I don't think people will take it as serious and we'll still be longing for Olympic competition, which, oh yeah, we haven't seen in 12 years now, or will it'll be 12 years until the it's next been that Olympics. long. So it'll yeah, be 12 years God. between Olympics. It it's has been, been. been. Yeah. Because oh, we're going to get in 2026 after 14, That's so it'll be 12 years. Wild. It's only been eight years now, but we won't get it for another four years, meaning we have to wait 12 years. So we're not going to see Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon on the same team, unless we have a world cup in 2024. So for that reason, I'm in. Thank you for making us feel old. Avery. Now, a World Cup of Hockey, I am throwing both my thumbs up. I might throw my toes up as well and say yes. Don't do that. <laughs> he's showing feet. He's probably got the finest Gucci loafers on right now to go with that suit, though. No, this yeah. brother's saying feet. Nah, we out here at Zone Time Chat showing feet. Don't do that. <laughs> no, but with World Cup, I am very much on board. I I could cover it. 2016 World Cup of Hockey. I love that tournament. But you know what? I, I, but to me, Team North America, bring it back. I want to see the young guns find a way to beat Canada or beat a Russia or beat a Sweden. I think it'd be really cool to see the young guns, you know, come in here and try and beat the old upstarts of these national teams. But also, I see what have a tournament to bring in every time you do it again two new teams. I think it'd be cool to have seen Austria or Switzerland take part in this tournament, see what they can do as well in it. But I'm Even a Jamaica, huge fan of it. Jamaica team too. Jamaica's got some hockey going. Yeah, bring, that's bring, right. Bring the Jamaica, bring the bring Team Jamaica in. That'd be sick. Team Jamaica. I think if, if, if we're gonna bring Team Jamaica, uh, as an exception for that nation alone, even players who have suited up for Team Canada or other international countries for whatever it is. If they have if they have Jamaican ancestry, let them do you it. gotta go. Let them Why not? 100 percent Let's pull up let, let's pull up a list of NHLers at some point <laughs> and figure Jamaican out who would actually be, <laughs> There's a lot. Fig, no, 
Let's do it. I would, that, I'm, there's going to be plenty. I would, I would support Team Jamaica a thousand percent. I wouldn't even hide any. I like even if they sent me there to cover the team, I wouldn't even hide any bias about it. It's like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm rooting for Team Jamaica to win yep. the damn World Cup. You know? Do you yep. know how amazing it would be in the streets if Team Jamaica Ooh. got like one win? Does one it win? <laughs> Yo, Egg Duffer and Eggington would be a fun fire. <laughs> no. Now, here's the thing. You want to expand it to go full-blown cricket and, and be I have a Team West Indies. Because Team West Indies, oh, now you get all the Caribbean players in the league on a one team. You, you oh, also get man. you can add Darnell Nurse. You can add Jason Dickinson, who are other guys who are West Indian. You can be on that That'd team. That'd be now. so fun. <laughs> Oh, oh man, just PK Subban just dunking on everybody. You see him do that end to end play earlier this week. He's doing that in a World Cup. Yeah, I, you know what? I know the powers that be will not discuss this later this week, and it's a shame. But if Team West Indies was ever a thing at the World Cup, sign this all up. I, I pre order uh, a jersey so quick. So oh quick. my god, so quick. It, so many people would like be like, hey, maybe they could be like Team Trinidad, the Mighty Ducks. Maybe that could work out. Yeah, shut up. Oh, yeah. gonna- <laughs> I have I have their jersey in my room. I have their, in my, I have their jersey in my room. For my, Pull for it my out. House. Bring yeah, it out. Bring it out. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go get it. I will try and my team. <laughs> you you get we'll fill, hey, we'll yeah. fill time Is as you go upstairs? get it. <laughs> All right, we got to fill time now. We got Okay. Honestly. Well, it's um, okay. It, as Avery go, goes to get this jersey, uh, I'll just bring up the fact, like, I'm all for Team North America coming back. I thought it was – one of the most fun things we could have seen from that 2016 tournament. We even forgot that like, they didn't even get to like the knockout round of that tournament. They had that amazing OT win. And I think they thought that they made it to the next round, but it didn't work out that way. Man, they should have that that OT winner, Nathan McKinnon, man, just holy, that was a disgusting, disgusting goal. Disgusting goal. But I'm all for it. And some people see it as hokey, but like, I don't know. Like, I think it was a cool thing. Uh, their jerseys were really cool as well. Like, I don't know if any if anyone could still get their hands on a Team North America jersey. Mm-hmm. I would love to get one as like a birthday gift to myself. No, so, yeah, I think. Th- yeah, exactly. No, I was just going to say ahead. that's one of the things I regret. Like, I covered that event and I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. But like, those things are timeless now. You're never going to be able to buy a Team North America jersey. Mm-hmm. Definitely should have hit the kiosk. That was a big mistake. Damn. Like, and, and, and Justin, you bring up a really good point. Like, if it's something that is going to be in complimentary to the Olympics. Oh, my God. I just there had to cut is. my thought off because Avery deadass brought the Trinidad and Tobago jersey. Wow. On, Can man. you describe it? Can you, yeah, throw it on. Can you describe it for the people okay. who are listening to the podcast and are not watching it? Because right. I, I, we have to know how you have you caught this piece of apparel. This is incredible. Is the blazer on top or the blazer? And please, please do not show your toes like you said you would. (laughs) It's an all time zone time moment here. Oh, for sure. This is this is incredible. This this is this is very much it, man. Just Avery, (laughs) he's literally putting on the jersey right now. Someone screen cap this. This is incredible. Yes, this this is well done. So now we know if there's ever a Team West Indies at the World Cup of Hockey. Avery will be in the stands, or hey, maybe even the press box too, showing off this jersey, bro. Okay, 100%. so so to explain it, uh, for my last birthday, um, not 2021, uh, yeah, 2021, a buddy of mine went online and found an authentic Team Trinidad Mighty Ducks jersey. This is authentic. There's a, a letter at all saying it's the real deal jersey from the movie. And if you never watched Mighty Ducks before, describe it. 
It is red, yellow. It has the Scarlet Ibis on it, the National Bird of Trinidad on the jersey. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. Like, yo, this is authentic. <laughs> if you ever watch the Mighty Ducks, this is the real deal jersey I'm wearing right now on Zone Time. This mm. is glorious. This that's is glorious. So, that's so good. What did you say, Julian? They're meeting this week. Just like I, I mean, I feel like yes. we've developed more, come up with more, more progression just on this show alone than Literally. they're yes. gonna have. I mean, like we came up with something real here, something they could take home. So yeah. we should get this episode to them before they meet for sure. Absolutely. At this point, look, if we're not, if the intention of the World Cup uh, is to, you know, kind of be as a separate thing from the Olympics and the Olympics mm-hmm. are going to be a thing and we still hold the Olympics in high regard. Why the hell should we take it so seriously and be like, oh, we should only have Canada and not have Team America, Team North America. I'm actually all for having Team Europe there too. Yeah. Uh, or, you know what? If you're not going to do that, then yes, add Switzerland, add Denmark if you want. Mm-hmm. Like, let everybody yeah. have fun. Uh, the only it's other thing tu- I guess we're... Yeah, do it. Go ahead. Sorry, it's a Justin, tune-up event. It's a tune-up yeah, event. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Brad Marchand wants to prove himself. I think he did in the 2016. He would have been on the next team. Like, that's the opportunity for players to show if they have those opportunities to make the Olympic team. And if we do that every two years, then we're going to have meaningful hockey, like, all the time, which is what we don't have right now. We have an absence of meaningful hockey, at least mm-hmm. internationally. So this would actually be a great thing, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. very good point. Uh, we, we didn't plan on talking about Brad Marchand, but I think also this week he's supposed to uh, appeal a six-game suspension uh, okay. for being an idiot on Tristan Jerry. Like I said, we weren't supposed to plan on it. You, you could just throw a throwaway comment if you want to, I guess. But uh, you did mention Brad Marchand. That did kind of jog my memory a little yeah. bit. I mean, like, appeal what? Like, I don't know, like, what he's trying to appeal. Like, did you do you it? Yes. You can't appeal a reputation, and that's a reputation suspension. So what are we even talking about? No, exactly. Exactly. And, and what- uh, what are you appealing? You right there, punch with some jargon in the head. Like, you can't just punch a goalie in the head like that. Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? You imagine Brad Marchand playing a game against Team West Indies trying to pull that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Imagine that. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Mm. The, the like, inner Trinidad. Nama. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, remember, Team West Indies is going to have Peaky and Darnell Nurse on it. So have fun Ooh, with that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yo, that would be man. a fun man. That'd be a f- imagine the goal song. <laughs> what would the goal? What would the goal song be for Team West Indies? What Dollar would it wine. be? Murder she wrote. <laughs> Dollar wine. Um, Dollar wine. Do we have the rights no. to that? We gotta play it. We gotta play. It. Oh no! Can you just imagine every goal. One, five, six, <laughs> ten, six, ten, six. Everyone, everyone on the bench. Everyone on the bench after. Yo. Gonna be the Mad twelve bo- o'clock game. Very like a couple fans, <laughs> smattering of fans, smattering of media, but Avery up at the top just losing. Absolutely, I know. And 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 Team Jamaica, Team Jamaica GM is Chris Stewart. So I imagine he'll be the head coach of GM of Team West Indies. Oh, well, those are oh. must must attend games. If they, those are must attend games. I would be there every single every single game. Oh my god! I so I wherever the tournament would be, I would fly there. Even oh, if I have to go to like go like sweden or something like i'm just i just want to be there in person for it dollar wine is a good goal song um uh murder she wrote i guess could work i guess Mm. maybe a little maybe they might want some like Marshall montano or some like more like (laughs) recent like clips or dance hall artists it can't Mm. be vibes cartel though that's 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 no it can't be vibes cartel it can't be vibes cartel he's he's uh he's He's a, he's a bad man. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this idea, though. It's probably never going to happen. But, like, if you want to 
if, if I think it just would be a fun wrinkle in it and just be like, you know what? We understand there's enough people in the league who have that ancestry, who, who, who have that heritage, mm-hmm. like just for fun, like, cause we're not taking the, we're not, I mean, not to say we're not taking the world cup seriously, but that's just the fun thing. If we're going to do team North yeah. America. We're going to have team Europe. Why yeah. not? I'm sure there's a way to do it. I'm sure there's a way yeah. to do it. Maybe Quinton Byfield. I don't know where, where his family's from, but like, I'm sure you see him play on like a third or fourth line. That's another guy to look at. Like Akil Thomas, like some other young guys too. Like, yeah. And if you want to talk about if you want to talk about growing the game, man, like I think I think people I think it'd be wild. Mm -hmm. That'd be wild. That'd be so so important, especially like in in like I don't know. I'm assuming that it might it might take place in a city like Toronto or something like that. But like, yeah, just imagine watching that. Like that's a huge opportunity for to get to get the exposure when it comes to hockey. Like that all that man. I I can see it now. There's one, there's one, there's one caveat. I'm not sure. And this is the last thing we'll we'll get to, and then we'll get to uh, the Calgary Flames and, and uh, long-term injury reserve and cap shenanigans and all that. Mm -hmm. If they have team West Indies at the world cup, they can't have it in August. They can't have the world cup. in August. No, they won't show up. They They really won't show up. There'll be a game. There'll be a game and they won't be there. Oh no, they won't be there. They'll, they'll, they'll have, they'll have, um, or, or have I was some... gonna say, or everyone will be show up in costume, right? <laughs> Honestly, like I mean that that's it, like you like you have to be like guys. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Carabana or T West Indies, like there are gonna be other Carabanas, especially with everything else opening up. How just add an event to the weekend. Just add an event to the weekend. Oh, oh man, you know what? You know what I need if we're gonna have a. I can imagine. Here's now. I'm sure for the broadcasting team, I'm sure the rights will be on like a CBC or a Sportsnet. I, yes. I, I'm sure the host will probably be someone like a David Amber hosting. I need David in his mouth outfit on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even better, even better. I need Ron McLean to describe every little bit of this and just oh. see how, especially if we got people winding up and bubbling in the stands. Mm-hmm. I need Ron McLean to describe hey, that. Hey, that would you be know, a heritage moment. You know, your guy, Tim McAuliffe's the great guy for this job, Julian. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. yes. Tim McAuliffe. Tim McAuliffe. Tim McAuliffe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Tim. Shout out Uncle Timmy. He got a oh nominee for, for a screen award uh, this week, but uh, he would love this too. Like, I don't know how he gets away with, with pulling off dance hall references on his show uh, as a white man, but people just love it. And he, he pulls it up, does it right. He does it right. So you know what? Uh, Tim McAuliffe would very much like it. Uh, I would pay a lot of money to like watch Team West Indies play and, yep. you know, also, not just Ron McClain, but also Chris Cuthbert to call that too. That would be hilarious. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe they give, maybe they give, uh, depending on when they play, depending on how well they do, maybe uh, some other commentary gets it. But uh, we're letting our imaginations run wild. But we can't yeah. let Team West Indies take over the show. Uh, we have <laughs> to talk about other stuff. But this is a great idea. I, I think mm-hmm. we should tweet out at our respective insiders across yep. the hockey world and talk about how great of an idea this is. We should put together Hashtag mock teams. Team. Hashtag Team Indies, Team, team West Indies. We need we need to put together a lineup, a starting lineup for Team West Indies. Put that out there. Put that in players' minds. It could work. But in the meantime, we'll talk about the Calgary Flames. Uh, <laughs> transition. 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 Uh, yes, they made a trade earlier this week with the Montreal Canadiens. They acquired uh, Tyler Toffoli uh, for first. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, I believe a fifth, uh, Tyler Pitlick, and uh, another prospect, uh, Yemil Heineman. And uh, seeing Canadians fans go in on Yemil Heineman is, is funny itself, but uh, we don't need to go into that. Uh, we'll talk about the Flames and the fact that they have Tyler Toffoli, who's basically just slotted into their third line. It's a team that looks like they were able to play playoff hockey, and now they got themselves some secondary scoring. Um, I'll start with Avery first here. I know you got the scope on the Oilers, but you're still in Alberta. Of course, you have enough of a look at the Flames. What did you think of them before this trade and how they've played this year? And what does this acquisition of Tyler Toffoli do for them? <clears throat> The Flames were a team where I thought they would be gunning for probably wildcard spot or a third in the division because they're better than I thought they would be. Marshall played really well for them. He's been a dynamo net for that team. And they still have Goudreau. They're still a really good team offensively. But he puts them he puts them into a level in which they can contend now for second place at the division. I don't think they'll catch Vegas. I think Vegas is still the team that will above all. I think the Flames now can position themselves to really gun for second or third in that division because Anaheim and L.A., I don't know. Like, I think Anaheim and Elliot still make it in, though, but where they finish, I'm not sure yet. But he puts it over the top. He, we know what he can do. He's a, good, he's a great goal scorer. We see what he can do in L.A. and Montreal and Vancouver. He's someone who puts the play in the team you definitely need to watch out for come playoff time, Julian. Uh, Omar, what about you? Yeah, I think just to build off that, I mean, like, I, the Calgary Flames have started to play playoff hockey in the second half. And I, as a Leafs fan, I watched that firsthand. Um, just, just the way that they're playing. They're playing Stone Cold, Daryl Sutter, playoff hockey. And I think the, mm-hmm. the positive aspect about this is that Tyler Toffoli doesn't have to learn anything. Tyler Toffoli, you know, knows Daryl Sutter. He has that comfort. He knows what he, we can expect. So I think that can be a natural addition and a, nat- a natural fit onto this team. And I think, man, like Calgary, like considering like a lot of things that could happen over the offseason, like, you know, Johnny Gaudreau, Sean Monaghan, maybe, and we have Markstrom playing playing his lights out. Like, you got to look at this team and you say, like, hey, like, let's just go for it. I mean, like, the Pacific is isn't isn't that strong. Again, you know, Vegas Vegas is still Vegas, but you know, and even though Anaheim and LA have you know have been better than a lot of people, um, a lot of people fought this this season. I still think you know there are a lot of question marks around that division. So, if I'm Calgary, I'm kind of looking at what what we have as a team. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Toffoli. You know, you could cause a lot of damage in the playoffs, so why not just go for it? Maybe this is one of one of um, more deals that Calgary does to really, like, you know, really fine-tune their roster ahead of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you guys. This is, an, this is a legit team, for sure. Uh, and it's a team that didn't change a whole lot. They did lose their captain. But what really made the difference for Daryl Sutter is just a simple lineup tweak. Like, how many years have we seen Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan be rolled out on the same line? And they've been good at times, but then they kind of dropped a little bit and then they sort of hit a wall. 
Well, when they broke up those two, and it's Elias Lindholm now playing with Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk, we never saw Kachuk and Gaudreau play together really before this year. Surprisingly. Well, they've absolutely taken off. Gaudreau, Hart Trophy conversation. Elias Lindholm, maybe Selkie Trophy conversation. And, of course, they've got that second line because Mangiapane emerged and Blake Coleman was brought in in free agency. So it did leave them with a bit of a dearth on that third line. They had a tremendous top six, but what Tyler Toffoli does is make a third line that didn't really have a role centered by Sean Monaghan and turn them into something legit. I mean, Tyler Toffoli is one of two players in the last two shortened seasons to hit the 50 goal mark, like with those combined seasons, one of 15 players to score 50 goals in the two COVID shortened seasons. This guy is and can be an elite goal scorer, despite not having like four or five 30 goal seasons, but recently he's been right up there. So if they have not one, not two, but three legitimate scoring lines, in addition to a fourth line that does Daryl Sutter things, all of a sudden you got something. And as you mentioned, Avery, Jacob Markstrom and goal. I mean, there's a lot to like. They get Ben Sherratt and move Eric and Branson down. I don't see many holes. Oh, so so two things. One, the Flames, not only do they get Tyler Toffoli and his scoring abilities, they get him on a really good deal at 4.25 mil, I think, for at least two the years. next two or three uh-huh. years. That's solid. Uh, but Ben Sherratt, do you think – I know the Canadians are obviously looking to move him. Do you think the Flames also take a flyer on him? I just saw a report. Uh, it didn't happen, obviously, as part of a bigger deal involving both players, but they apparently are in the running, apparently in the running for a defenseman that could help sort things out. I mean, Oliver Shillington's emergence has been massive for them, but if they could get one more guy, again, hard to poke holes in that team. That's a very good point, and yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. like The Flames already look like a contending team and a team in their division that uh, they find themselves neck and neck with. Uh, atop that Pacific division. I wonder how they're feeling. They see what the Flames are doing, and they say, all right, cool. We're going to put Jack Eichel in our lineup. I'm talking of obviously about the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, they're using LTIR uh, to put Mark Stone and his salary and uh, his hurt back uh, away, at least until the end of the regular season. I'll say this, though. I haven't seen too many people complain this time like they did with the Tampa Bay Lightning and Nikita Kucherov being on LTIR for most, for all of this season. Uh, I just think it's so stupid when people actually do that or say, oh, Tampa cheated and all that. So I hope that like no one tries to dogpile on Vegas for it. I'm just curious about you guys, though. Justin, what do you think about teams who use LTIR to their advantage uh, when it comes to just, you know, putting a big salary that's injured, obviously, away and then being able to accommodate other pieces like a Jack Eichel. I have absolutely no problem with it. I mean, there's so many restraints on these teams and these managers to put together good teams. And you're going to take away that one option they have, which is to fill holes when there is an injury. And I get there are maybe some injuries that are being manufactured or surgeries that are being timed in a certain way. But guess what? That's one of the few tools they have at their disposal. If I'm a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights, I am so happy that my team is so desperate to win hockey games and to try and win a Stanley Cup. I mean, what team in the NHL is trying as hard as the Vegas Golden Knights to be competitive? Nobody. No team is going to the extent that they are going to try and make their team great. And, you know, they're a team that has a bunch of personnel, people from the Brandon Wheat Kings and the Manitoba area. And guess what? Mark Stone is from that area. And maybe they can trust him with, you know, hey, let's sit down for a couple months. I don't want to get too conspiracy theorist here, but clearly he might be dealing with an issue, but clearly he was healthy enough to play at the All-Star game and be a part of that weekend. So this isn't something that's debilitating. 
but he's on the shelf now because he can be on the shelf, which gets Jack Eichel back in the lineup. And guess what? If something else happens, if someone else goes down, Robin Leonard's got a torn labrum, maybe someone else comes in, but maybe they can get Mark Stone back in at a time before the playoffs start because someone else is going on LTIR. Really, the message here is deal with the deal with the problem when it comes up. Acquire the player and deal with the problem when it comes up. The solution right now is to put Mark Stone on LTIR and maybe the solution solution changes in a few weeks. But I wish every fan had their team want to win as bad as Vegas wants to win. That's a really good point. And considering Vegas, since they've been in the league, they've been a playoff team since literally day one, essentially. They went, they, they made all these moves in the offseason to build a team that could at least be competitive. And they've been more or less rewarded for it. They just need a Stanley Cup. Avery, what about you? I am all for it. There is no, there's no rule saying you cannot do this. Again, it's on the NHL. If people don't like it, then it's on NHL to fix this loophole. But as long yeah. as this rule is a pop, as long as this rule exists, go ahead and do it. Do what you got to do to get your championship. I'm all for it. More teams should find a way to manipulate the system. They really should. If, you're, if your GM isn't doing that, if your team is not doing that, then come on. You don't want it bad enough. You got to find every way to get around certain rules to add players to help your salary out. Because there are some gyms in the league who don't do it, who I think are just aren't creative. Like they really aren't. You got to find a way to figure it out. And you're right, Julius. It's day one. The Gold Knights have said, we're going to find a way to win. We're not going to be the, oh, what was this expansion team that gets their heads kicked in for five years? I love Vegas being aggressive out of the gate. And if they win the cup this year, good for them. I, I love that. Was, was yeah. there a GM you wanted to mention that uh, wasn't creative? Or That was a subtweet for sure. What? No. I'm just stating a lot of uncreative GMs in the hospital. We've seen a lot of GMs who are not creative. That's what I'm saying. I'll leave oh, it okay, that. I'm just checking. I just had to ask that question. <laughs> Go ahead, Omar. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, let's just call a spade a spade. As a Leafs fan, I cannot critique a team for using LTIR for their advantage because um, it benefited the Leafs a lot, <laughs> especially <laughs> when it came to, to rebuild Shout out it. Brandon Pridham. Yeah, Brandon Pridham, our, our, but, lord, our lord and savior. Not, <laughs> not to the extent, right? Like, the that Leafs haven't true. done it to the extent that maybe they should. I mean, Riley Nash, that was they dipped their toes in the water. Mm-hmm. But Riley Nash, that's not stashing away Mark Stone or Jack Eichel. That's just like fourth line insurance. I wish the Leafs would do it more because it looks like they come across it honestly when really they're the team that gets when they bring referees to training camp and they get shit on by other teams. Like the Leafs are by the book as much as possible. They have more grounds, I think, to try and do the things Vegas was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like Justin Avery, like there are two, two words that came to mind based off of what you said. Um, one is desperation into creativity, right? But not desperation in the sense of just like doing like, you know, throwing anything at the wall to try to improve the team. You have teams in a team like the Vegas Golden Knights who, again, every year they're in on everyone. Anytime there's a free agent, anytime there's a huge trade acquisition, they're in on them, right? They have shown their the organization, the fans that they're willing to do whatever it takes to win. And at the same time, they're also displaying the creativity to win. Everyone was mad at Tampa last year. Well, I'm sorry, it worked. And you can, and, and like, and I think when we were in the salary cap, especially in today's day and age where the cap isn't moving and it's really constraining teams, you have to think of ways to kind of go to, to go about your business. So like criticizing a, a team for, for literally making use of something that's in the CBA to help them improve for the playoffs. Yeah, to Avery's point, every team should be doing that. Every team should be finding every single inch letter 
clause, bullet point, whatever they can use from the CBA to put themselves in a, in a better position, they should be using that. And if you're not using that, well, then I think you have to take a look at yourself and ask yourself, well, why is our team in the position that we're in? Maybe you're not trying hard enough. Maybe you're not, you know, going outside of the box. And I think what we see with teams like Vegas, teams like, you know, Tampa Bay, they are out those out of the box thinking, um, you know, thinking processes and it's working. So yeah, definitely by all means. Yeah. Hopefully, you know what, Kyle Dubas, if you want to do something like that, that'd be cool. That'd be sweet. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to let the whole Brandon Pridham Lord and savior yeah. comment slide. Yes, like, of course. Listen, let, let, every, every trade deadline, every trade deadline, Brandon, Brandon Pridham goes super Saiyan three. Like literally, like he's just, he's just in his, Brandon Pridham <laughs> is, is in, is in his room, just like charging or charging up, just like, you know, charging his energy. And then once the trade deadline comes, he just goes full on aura, gold hair, lightning, power, strength. And is that dual- what led to the Nick Felino trade last year? Listen, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, okay that, that was an unfortunate. Because if, if that was an unfortunate, Super three, unfortunate means giving up like a first, a second, that and was like an unfortunate for like yo, three games of Nick Felino. Good un- lord! Unfortunate set of circumstances. Okay, no My one man knew. needs more energy for the spirit bomb. That's not good. <laughs> yo, Julian, got to get his arrow and firing shots off at Omar. Two Omar's defense. <laughs> To Omar's defense, Pridham does flex every trade deadline. Like Robin mm. Leonard went through Toronto to get to Vegas and mm. it helped the Maple Leafs somehow. Like they do small things like that. They don't do the blatant things. And I don't know if that's Pridham's call. That's Dubas's yeah. call. That's true. So, yeah. One day we'll see. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I, and I, Felino, okay. Felino was Dubas's call. Felino was very much Dubas's call. And uh, he was fun in the documentary, but I mean, aside from the fight, yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't, we don't talk about the documentary. I, okay. Really? We don't talk about that? I feel like we've... we've listen, listen. We did a whole... I, we did part of an episode on that. Nothing about nothing. The doc. Listen, <laughs> nothing, I... Oh, Lord. I, I, would, I, would like, I would like to move on from, from the documentary because I, I don't want to get mad at Travis Dermott. So... <sighs> okay, fine. Um, we are <laughs> uh, not too far away from uh, Team Canada and Team USA in uh, the Women's Hockey Gold Medal Final. Uh, well... Hey guys, they said women's hockey doesn't belong at the Olympics. Sucks to suck. We're in for Canada, USA. The joke's on us, I guess. We're going to watch it. I mean, I'm going to try to watch it. I'm going to try to stay up at the very least. Any predictions for Canada, USA? Uh, could be anything. Anything you want. Oh, I think Mary Phil, Philippe Poulin has a, something huge take place. I think... A lot of the, I wouldn't say the focus has been on her, but I think I think we've all been waiting for like that miraculous, like holy shit moment. Um, and that's not to say that she's had a bad tournament. I think she's had a, actually a, a very effective and and very leader like leader like tournament this entire you know this entire um, Olympics so far. But I wouldn't be surprised if Mary Philippe Philip, uh, Poulin either one get scores the first goal of the game or two ends up getting the game winner. You know, she's a gamer. She's, you know, she performs, performs in, um, in these huge moments. So, you know, she's definitely a player I'll be looking forward to uh, see us seeing in that game. Okay, Kaf. Canada's going to win. They got way, way, way more attacking talent. Um, the Americans took it to them in that game a little bit. But with all that zone time, plug, hey. uh, they, they weren't able to <laughs> muster much because they just don't have Poulin or Fillier or even Jamie Lee Rattray, who is Canada's 13th forward. Like, it is an embarrassment of riches up front for Canada. With this team, gold is coming back to the Canadians. 
uh, at least on the women's side. I don't know about the men's team so much, but uh, yeah, I I think this is uh, you know they're going to reclaim gold here. They're they're really really good, and Sarah Fillier is the next one. So yep. it's nice to see a passing of the torch. Uh, Avery, go ahead. Uh, I will say, uh, like most here, I, I say Canada wins. And I think Sarah Fillier, he, she's been at a, a Dynamo since the first game of the tournament. She's been electric. So I will say, I will call right here, a Sarah Fillier hat trick in a 5-3 Canada win. And I will say, Ooh. I will say Fillier's first goal comes at the 35-second mark. Canada comes out flying, oh. I think, in the gold medal game. I think Canada okay. comes out flying. Yeah, I can see right. that. Okay, I, she, I think we're good. At... She's, I believe she scored on her first shift in the first two games. So I, yeah. that's like, there's some uh, logic behind that prediction for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. Uh, one player who we also need to shout out as well, who's been having a really great tournament, Sarah Nurse as well. Yes. Uh, established some history as well. I think she's going to go off in the gold medal game. I'll give her two mm-hmm. goals. And I think Canada wins 4-1 over the United States. I think Sarah Nurse ends up uh, doing the, getting the job done. Not that Fillier won't, not that Poulain won't, not that all some of the other players won't for Team Canada. Uh, but I think Sarah Nurse has, I, I, I've i thought about this today. Like we've, we've talked about Poulain, we've talked about Fillier, we've talked about some of the other players. I don't think Sarah Nurse has gotten her just uh, due. Uh, pulling up the points that she's had. Like the she only other player scoring. This is a tournament in scoring, mm-hmm. going for a record that Haley Wickenizer held in terms of points at this tournament. Like this mm-hmm. is somebody who we should be talking about way more uh, when it comes to the Olympic tournament, this women's team. And I think she's going to go off in that gold medal game. In Black History Month, too. Of course. We got a shout out. Of course. Mm-hmm. Sarah Nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, very much uh, an episode worthy of Black History Month. We end with Sarah Nurse. We began with all the Team West Indies talk. That's some of the best <laughs> conversations I've ever had on this podcast. So fun. Might, so be, fun. Might, might be making Black History with this team that we're putting together. <laughs> listen, man. Yes, listen, man. If they make, I, man, if they make, if they make a Team West Indies and don't, and don't credit us, I'm gonna freaking riot. Like, I oh, oh god. Imagine, imagine they're just like, hey, we're doing something new, Team West. Yo, if I don't see a single. Shout out to Zone Time. I'm gonna be rattled. I'm like, it was us. I'm, I'm, okay, between us four, someone has to put together the mock roster of of players of West Indian descent and where they would line up in a Team West Indies roster. I would watch that at the Olympics. I was. Yeah, not, I but mean, maybe I can but see I the graphic maybe, already. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the, I understand people like oh, the Olympics, whatever. But you know, the World Cup of Hockey at least would be a very good place. Yeah. Uh, Justin. Avery, Omar, a pleasure as always uh, to talk to you gentlemen. And uh, thank you all so much, uh, you at home, listening or watching to the show. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the Yahoo Sports Hockey YouTube page. Uh, They've got some cool, fun stuff there, of course, including the Yahoo Sports Hockey podcast that Justin hosts uh, every so often, including on Sundays. And sometimes uh, yours truly, this idiot over here, uh, ends up on that podcast and sometimes he says smart things but anyway i'm not going to refer to myself in the third person anymore uh <laughs> keep listening to zone time we'll be back next week team west indies for life when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.